What's, What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Period. Good job. Good job, Jimbree. Hello. I thought you was going to say snitches get stitches. <laughs> oh, I ain't say it the time, but I definitely, 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 definitely want to say it. Anyways, hey y'all, welcome to another episode of OD Podcast or whatever. Um, what's up with you, Draco, besides traffic? Um, yeah, man, I've been getting a taste of the traffic. I've been going outside the city lately. And he crazy, I see. Do you feel like your experience right now has been different from when you had to come here, come to LA for work? Yes, because when I came here for work, um, I wasn't moving around the city like I lived here. I knew that I could just go back to my hotel and be normal. Like the hotel is equipped with furniture and food that's around. I could just get, you know, mm-hmm. or the room service. I can't really do that here. Like I have to go grocery shopping um, instead of eating out all the time. I have to get gas in a car and I don't get gas from downtown because it's so expensive um gas for a regular car downtown is is like if not six dollars is like right under six and then if you go two cities over it's like 420 430 so that is crazy i had to get me one of them gas cans yes yeah, it's, it's a lot um so, so today was the first day that i actually um, went to the valley um since i've been living here and baby I don't think I'll be going back out there no time soon. What happened? What you was you was at one of them freak parties? I went to Six Flags. Cause they be giving blood. Oh, okay. Yeah, I went to Six Flags. <laughs> and Six Flags That's in is, Anaheim, right? Oh no, I'm thinking about Disneyland. Never mind. Um, yeah, Disneyland is not, is actually not that far. No, Universal isn't that far. University Universal City is like 15, 20 minutes from me. But Six Flags is about 45 minutes away. It's in the middle of the desert. It is the most beautiful thing that you have ever seen. Like once once we got to the desert part, it's just mountains and rocks. And yeah, I love, ooh, I love it out west. And it was so high. It was 86 degrees today out there. Downtown, it was a high of 71. So the, the weather is different. Um, but it was so nice. But the only thing is... It's no street lights, so it's so dark. I'm like, it could be animals out here. People drive crazy as hell. That's why I'm like, I could not do that again. That's not in the daytime. It's crazy. It's no street lights, and then it's oh my god. Are you more happy about your decision to move than you, or less happy compared to? Because I just feel like you know, I I was talking to someone today about uh, someone else who also relocated here from another state, and I mentioned to them what you said the other day about um you kind of feel like you out of town and you got to go back home soon, but you live there. Yeah, so it was like a readjustment period. Like, how do you feel overall? Like, do you like you still content content with your decision? Yeah, like I now what I will say is that um I hate that I have like such a panic about things sometimes. Mm-hmm. So sometimes like if I overthink something, I'll like have a mild panic and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. But overall, like whenever I leave out the house, I'm really excited. Cause I get to, I'm literally just exploring and finding new areas, like even down to like finding new grocery stores to shop at because before I moved here I'm like oh, okay they got Ralph's Ralph's is Kroger um and then Whole Foods and Trader Joe's stuff like that but then I realized they have more than that they have like Vines and do y'all have Safeway in LA um I haven't seen- I didn't see Ralph's in the Bay but we had Safeway which was I mean, just a grocery store I don't really have a comparison yeah um I don't rem- I don't think I've seen Safeway oh, okay that doesn't mean we don't have it but yeah. Um. But even like the grocery store experiences is is different. I've been re- and I've been meeting some really, 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 really nice people that have been so helpful. Like the guy who delivered my washing machine yesterday, he was very helpful. He was very helpful. Um. The washing machine was very cheap. The washing machine and the dryer was very cheap. So um. And he gave me a warranty on it. 
So and he was just you, aren't you so blessed? God is so nah, for real for real. Cause I'm I mean, that was my whole thing. Cause I just I don't like buying stuff from people like that, like big. I I never bought a wash machine before, but I'm just saying, like, that's a big purchase. And people sell broken stuff all the time. So it's like oh, I don't want to go, you know what I'm saying? Like good thing about washing and dryers for Riffer, they can last a long time. Like I know people who have bought like washers and dryers from the early 2000s off Craigslist and probably don't had them themselves for like seven years. Like you can because they really are straightforward. Is you gonna wash my clothes or no? Like that's really yeah. what it is. But yeah, I think you got it. I I definitely think you got a good deal. And they were like modern machines. When you send the picture, I'm like, oh, this is they're not too far different. I mean, only difference between mine is like it's app enabled, but that's a waste because I don't even use the app part no more. Yeah. It was a waste, but no, that's what I'm up. just getting I'm getting a custom. I do I do um think that LA is very um like the people here, they are they operate on like a different mentality, kind of older. I feel like if you're a part of Hollywood, yeah, okay, you're probably up to date. But people that live here that's not a part of that lifestyle and they just live here, um, they operate on like an older, like with anything, like everything. What does that mean? Give me an example. So like in Atlanta, I would say that we're very up to date on like um, technology. We're we're up to date on... um, culture stuff um like clothing and see like they don't care about that and i don't know if it's i don't know if that's a good or bad thing well it's probably a good thing truth be told yeah i mean for real for real but um, because when people think of la especially they only think of hollywood and not the environment outside of that yeah hollywood is literally one area and the thing about it is celebrities don't even live in hollywood I mean, some of them do. Somebody, some people do live in Hollywood Hills and stuff like that. But for the most part, they live in the valley. Like Calabasas is like right there where I was just at earlier. So it's far. I far, went to far, court far. in Hollywood. Who? I went to court in Hollywood. Oh yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. So it's like <laughs> it's like Hollywood is for work. It's not. It's not really like glitz and glam. Even like. Um, the Hollywood, what's it called? Where people go to look at the stars? Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, the conservatory. Oh, oh yeah, the Walk of Fame. I'm tripping. Dirty. Dirty. Yeah, it is. Especially when you get towards the end of it. It's like, um, do we supposed to be down here? <laughs> very dirty. It's very, it's not like. It's not what it, what, how glamorous they make it seem. It's just a lot of like. Yeah, it's a lot of cap. On. It's a it's lot, lot going of- on, like a lot of characters. They all want money. And it's a it's a lot. It's a shame because I actually was looking at this um TikToker who does like these day in the life videos of living in New York. And then one day she did like what I really see. So like she'll take pictures of the skyline and girls with like models and then she'll pan the camera and you see all these trash bags on the ground you see like, yeah people using drugs but it's just interesting how you can glamorize something by sharing certain aspects of it and it creates a false image so people go out there probably with this expectation of this glam and all this cool stuff and they get there and the reality is where that's why i think it's really good to travel and become well informed because i know people or i've heard of people who have gotten homes in places they never visited Cause they wanted to go there that bad, and then I think that's terrible. Because unless it's just impossible for you to get there, but I just think like like in your case, you went to LA several times, like you know what I'm saying. But let's say you never went before, and you went, and you like, oh, this this is LA. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like people have that that um, they have that that feeling when they come out here mm-hmm. because realistically, like unless you know people. And know and and people know what to do, then when you come out here, it's gonna be like I don't like this because yeah. it's not for you know what I'm saying. It's yeah, not it like could, it could might li- yeah because I I mean I hear that a lot about people that go to New York too. They 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 end up disappointed and they can't really catch up. It's just like a different like a culture shock. So it can kind of lead to depression a little bit because you feel like you don't belong. You're out of place. You don't really know what you're doing and you don't have your head on straight. Now that I felt part that a I little bit in the Bay to. Area when I went for my little I mean even though I knew I was there temporarily I felt very out of place and like I was just like I can't imagine living here cuz I don't think I could find people like me like I don't think I could really find friends if I didn't have my roommate 
I met I didn't meet people we all were there for our internships but we didn't hang out and I didn't see them because we didn't work together but my roommate that was really my most my only friend we did everything together yeah um now that part I can relate to like I do feel like I'm out of place because I don't really know people here to kind of network and just kind of spread the word that I'm here and I don't even know where to start with that so it's kind of overwhelming but at the same time I do know a lot of people here especially like girls and models so I came up with a plan that I'm just gonna eventually once I get my studio set up in here I was just gonna make like quick TikToks and like definitely um, TikTok TikTok is gone for what you do TikTok is gonna be that girl yeah like TikToks and reels and then I wanted to just do like Instagram uh like post more because I don't post a lot so I want to just post more and I post on my story but I don't post a lot of my I don't post a lot of work oh my bad so um I don't post a lot of my work that's what I mean so I'm like you know what let's just gather me up some girls and just do you know do makeup here and then when they post it, the people see that I'm here and all sort of stuff, you know. Yeah, so yeah, I got you. I got you. I feel like that. So that's what I came up with. So now I'm just working on that. But yeah, I was a little it. discouraged. But at the same time, I'm like, boy, you've been here two weeks, full, two full weeks. I mean, and how we fast know it's going to be expect, two years. Yeah. yeah, like how fast do you expect things to just pick up? But know? I can understand that. I mean, you come from like not having no free time in one city to move it to another and kind of feel like you got to readapt. So I get it. It makes sense. It's just like, you know, starting a new job. Yeah. But let's get into this week's episode. Uh, first things first, I want to talk about the Black Biz of the Week. So this week is my turn and I want to talk about Wordy Productions. So um, I'm, a couple of times I talked about this podcast that I really love, which is called the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. It's hosted by two good friends of mine who I really admire and respect, um, Mikey and Randy. But Randy, who's the wife, she started a business called Wordy Productions and it is a podcast production company. And um, basically she is everything that you need to get a podcast started, the resources you need, the details on how to make it successful, the equipment, the editing, the, the production meetings. I should do all that with you, hold your hand through the whole process. But she has different tiers and um, services that she offers. So you can kind of just decide what you need. She has a free podcast starter kit. And um, right now it is free. Oh, it's free until Friday. Today's Wednesday. So you better listen to this episode right away and head over to Wordy Productions. Wordy Productions are, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Wordy Productions, which is spelled W-O-R-D-I-E productions.ck.page. And I'm assuming it's Wordy because um, Randy's a reader. She's very intelligent. She loves um, literature. And I think that's a really cool play on words. But yeah, I have a, I mean, seriously, I mean, it's from the bottom of my heart. I have a lot of respect for them. And I really admire what they did with their podcast. Like, they are doing very well. And um, they have really built the community over there. And um, Randy, you know, stopped working for the man. And she is the man, the woman. Iriana. <laughs> but on Instagram, it is Wordy. Working for the man is gender neutral. Huh? Work for okay. Period. Yeah. Um. So is Randy. Clearly. <laughs> period. But yeah. But yeah. Um. On Instagram, it's Wordy Productions. I'm gonna put the information in the episode notes. But I think it's great. Um. She she has definitely produced for a lot of high profile. Or I won't say a lot. I don't want to. I don't want to. Um. Put no pressure on her. But she has definitely produced for some high visibility podcasts. Her podcast being one of them. So um. Y'all should definitely check it out. She knows what she's doing. She's a very 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 kind woman. And uh, I want. All the success in the world for her and her husband. Seriously, they they really do deserve it. So, um, like I said, I'll put the information in the episode notes and holler at her. Stop asking me podcast questions and ask Wordy. Okay. Oh my God. Shout out to you, Wendy. <laughs> hey, girl, going off like that. You know I love to hear about my girls out here doing the right thing. Doing her thing. Doing she's something. smart. Okay, she's a smart, she's a smart cookie, baby. Period. But, um, but yeah, so let's get into Shop Talk. First things first, uh, uh, to all the honey, you know I mean? pay more money, what money. All right, uh, you want to go first? Sure. Let's um, go. So first up, I have, um, unfortunately, I have London on the tracks, baby mama again. Okay, now the reason why I want to bring this up is because I have a huge issue with people picking on other people's features. Okay, so um, she just unwarrantedly posted a picture of Summer Walker. So Summer Walker, for, for all her new fans, at one oh. point, because people don't really know, they probably don't know. So at one point 
um, at one point in time when Summer, it was her first album, she literally shaved her hair bald. Like she shaved it completely bald and she started growing her hair back out. And so um, she used to post like pictures of her progress. I mean, whatever. So she was like getting it trimmed over time. And so she'll post like her hair picked out and it would be like an Afro. And so one of London on the tracks, Baby Mamas, and I don't know if they had like some behind the scene beef recently. Yeah, that song. That she first song, her she album. Mad at her, though. She was like, she just, but she always been picking on so like she always insert herself into drama with Summer. She really she does. Like, I'm not even mad at Summer. She said I like the song. She said it's Cardi who I got a problem with. Yeah, it was really weird. She's yeah. a weirdo. The song been so out like just, a month, girl. Let it go. She just posted her pictures on her story today and was saying like, um, uh, she looked like she was in Jackson Five and look at her old anti-black. Nose. Yeah, she was like, look at her hair. She looked crazy. Look at her nose. Her nose was so big. And I have a problem with people that do things like that because now that Summer has a new nose, she got her nose done. People have a problem with that as well. And it's like, you know what's so crazy? She's probably not the first person that said something to her about her nose. And her, it, in my opinion, and to a lot of people, it was nothing wrong with her features. At all. At all. She's a beautiful girl. But when you have people around and people that exist like, like London's baby mama that just randomly, and if you look at her, she's uh, um, going to, I was about to say mulatto, but she's mixed. And she's like long hair, you know, and I hate to even put that on people because you didn't choose to look like that. But in reality, um, that's just what is like the standard of beauty. You have to have, well, not standard of beauty, but that's what men like, or that's what they feel like you have to look like. You have to have that long curly hair or, or light skin, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Certain shaped noses and lips and all sort of things. And now that summer is like, in her you know she got money to look how she wants to look and she's invested in her in herself even if we don't agree with it but that's what she wants to look like she wants different nose and bigger lips and cheekbones and breast and butt and all the other stuff and that's not uncommon but i just don't get why people in this day and age are still picking on people that do things like that like I think it's the girl's vendetta. Yeah, I, number one, I think it's very anti-black. The girl is a very basic looking, not summer, talking about Ebony. But I, she has been like going back and forth or really a lot of times not even back and forth, just going at summer several times on public platforms. It's really weird. It's giving obsessed vibes. Like you literally are the main one that's all. Isn't she, and she the same one who claimed London paid her? To, it's just it's very weird. It's really annoying, honestly. Damn. It's It's like, it's like, is it jealousy? It's got to be jealousy. Yeah, it's something because it's like that's I don't why know. you don't date men with kids and you don't have these men's babies. Yeah, she that should have been a red flag. He has he has three baby mamas prior to mm-hmm. her, so now he has four. And I just don't understand why she didn't look at that as like okay, he treats all of these girls terrible the thing is she did know that and that's so sad and became a product of that because she's she 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 did first of all she was defending him then she was dissing him for his behaviors towards those kids and then became a, a part of the scenario it just doesn't make sense so she definitely ain't innocent in it either but it is still uh, trifling yeah very trifling but i just i hate that because i mean even with me like at some point in time like people will say certain things or whatever. And I'll be feeling like I have to change my appearance. And it's like, okay, I need to do this to look this certain way. Even with family. Like I remember when I was younger, I had cousins that used to talk about my ears. I had cousins that used to talk about my ears. And people uh, don't realize the impact one step. I mean, I've heard so many stories. Like even I have some myself. Somebody could have said something one time to you and you never heard it from nobody else ever, but it creates yeah. an insecurity. Yep. And so I'm like, dang, you know, that just made me feel real uncomfortable. But, and I think about that. Like, as I got get older, I'm like, damn, you know, is that probably where some of my insecurities come from? And I know, Possibly, man. And it's like, I haven't, I've, I haven't been like talked about to my face like um, as an adult. Like people haven't said anything, but I know like as a kid, people are really cruel. 
Yeah, know. they are. And kids don't even realize what they even be saying. They just saying what they think he's supposed to. It's just it's a mess. But yeah, I hate that situation with Ebony and Summer. I just you know it's weird. Don't have these men babies, and don't date men with kids. And, and they about to ban abortion, so now y'all really need to be careful because they don't oh. care now about y'all reproductive um system for real, for real. Oh God. Yeah. All right. So um rest in peace to Virgil Ablah. I hope I'm saying his name correctly. Um, so you guys know no, that Ablah or Ablah. Yes, oh. Virgil. Okay. Um <sighs> let's get into some things, honey. You know what? I always felt this way. I always feel like when people pass away, suddenly people care about you. Yeah. Now, obviously, our Virgil was highly revered. He was very popular, very loved, very liked. But let's not act like y'all wasn't just roasting this man last week. Okay? Y'all was roasting his choice of wife, his $50 donation. And I'm pretty sure I probably was too. But I ain't faking it. Now, it is nothing wrong with sharing condolences and stuff like that. But I just think it's so interesting how people suddenly feel bad because somebody was sick or they passed away. We're all going to die. Yeah. So every person you talk about is going to die. Okay. So just keep that same energy, basically, is what I'm trying to say. It's just interesting seeing some of the people saying, oh, man, you never know what people are going through. That should always be your thinking, though. Yeah, that is very true. You should never, it shouldn't be when that person is deceased. Now, I do hate that he, as well as Chad with Bozeman, suffered in silence. I'm, my assumption is they just didn't want any sympathy or they want, they were more focused on leaving a legacy than having people kind of like trying to accommodate them, which I can respect. Um, but I also, you know, feel like if you are dealing with something like that, you have such an impact, it could have a positive influence on your audience. And not that they have to be responsible for that. I mean, you literally are fighting for your life. But I just I just think about the impact that it could have had if people had known he was sick. But maybe that's the reason why he fought in in, in private. But yeah, anyway, I just don't like the fakeness. It's like, I don't, like, you go to a funeral, they'd be like, oh, oh, even on the news or something. Like he, oh, he was a sweet kid, but he was abusive, violent, a thief, a liar. And it's okay, it's okay to say that. We him dying still was poor a, a, a terrible situation, but I don't know. I just seen a lot of fakeness on the timeline. That's all. Um, yeah, so I definitely um agree to that. Um, I don't want to say I used to bash him. I definitely was d- disappointed in a lot of his choice of fashions because I knew what he was capable of. Um, so when Virgil first came out, this is when I was actually in um well, when I first saw him. This is like right when I was like in fashion school. So I was heavily influenced by like Kanye. This is when we went to bother. Cause this is like when you won prom queen. This is when, remember we went to the Broken Bougie, the Kanye. Yes, I did win Broken Bougie prom queen. Um, randomly, I saw Fadia at a shoot last week. I'll talk to you about that. Look, oh, she's that girl these days. Okay. Um, so anywho, that, around that time, uh, that's when I, you know, knew who he was. And during that time, that was just so inspiring for me to see like all those black fashionistas in Paris. Cause that was like a major thing at the time. And so after that, when he started designing and started making stuff, it was very creative. Um, now I would, I would say, I don't think it was creative, but I do think that that Ben Trio stuff and like, the hood by Eric Collabs, like when he first, first, first emerged on the like streetwear scene, that was just so iconic. The Pyrex shorts. When I tell you people knocked off that so bad, that was when, um, to me, that's when Afro's ones like resurfaced in Atlanta. Um, I remember I had went to New York around that time for the first time and I had on some Afro's ones and this dude was like, oh, y'all wear those? <laughs> and I I'm know like, we ever, I, I didn't know they had to research. I thought they always been on. So they has like people stopped wearing them for a long time, and then not in the hood. Yeah, not in the hood, but like oh, okay, <laughs> general. They had stopped wearing them and like moved on to other stuff. And then when ASAP Rocky came out, he was wearing you know the Bentrill and the Pyrex and all that other stuff. That's when people started bringing the white forces back out and the black forces and. People don't even wear black forces like that. I'm all because they say that that's some robbery shoes. But um, <laughs> I didn't think that that was cool. Some buy all black shoes don't sit well with me. Period. I like black shoes, but all not... black leather shoes. Let me be clear. Yeah, I feel you. Um, 
but you know, I think that Virgil over the years has made some really dope stuff. Like, I you know, I didn't have a problem with it. The problem that I had was the zip ties on Jordans that I already got, and I say this all the time. I didn't look. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. Like, I have these in my closet. Yeah, and I don't think that me putting a red zip tie on it and writing the word air on the side in quotations is iconic enough for me to spend an extra four or five hundred dollars on the same shoe that I just bought. Yeah. So, you know, and I, I I didn't I didn't support that. I didn't support that at all because I'm like, you're Virgil, baby. Where's the creativity in this? Yeah, maybe and maybe to him that was creativity. Yeah, just like my music taste, my fashion taste should also not be taken seriously. But I definitely didn't understand the um the English literature um rollout stuff like the quotations and all that. I didn't really get it. But yeah. I somebody clearly people did. Yeah, it was interpretive so, art for him because I mean it, it obviously meant something to him, and I respect that. Yeah, yeah, it just too. wasn't for me. Yeah, it just okay. wasn't for me, and I do feel like um. People were buying it because of the hype, just because of who had it on. But we have control of creating that hype, so they were the hype, to be honest. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, um, but I do feel like his runway stuff has always just been really fab to me. Even uh, more recently, which is crazy because I saw him at the Met. I didn't see him per in person, but I just saw him on the carpet when I was watching the Met stuff. And um, his outfit that he wore to the Met this year, it was so fab. I was like, this is probably my most favorite thing that I've seen from Virgil. And I was looking at him, I'm like, why does he look so dark? I kept saying, I'm like, well, he looks different. And in my head, I'm like, maybe he's just getting older. Cause he, he was probably chemo. Yeah, like he was just looking older to me. And I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, he just looks different, but whatever. But he definitely was going through that. He was definitely Yeah, the same with Chad. When you look at pictures of Chadwick and you can tell he had been through chemo as well from his hair texture, but it's just, you just don't think about it. Because a lot of times people who suffer from cancer, I mean, they look a lot weaker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very frail. The chemo definitely changes your skin and hair texture. But obviously when they are out, they can get makeup and stuff like that. And I feel like Chad would kind of, you know, texture his hair a little bit to make it look a little bit more normal, quote unquote. But it's honestly really sad. Cancer is a terrible, terrible disease to have to fight, man. And I just hate that it's been around for so long and there's no kind of cure. And he had a very rare and rapid form. So he didn't have a lot of time to even fight it if he even had a chance to begin with, you know, but yeah. it's really sad, honestly. But, you know, I, I know people don't always mean harm when they tell jokes, stuff like that. But just understand that that person is going to die. So just, you know, choose your words wisely. Yeah. And people is in my they was in my DM because I was posting like articles and stuff that he wrote. Um, and people were in my DM saying that it was a conspiracy. He was apparently tied to Okay, thanks. Yeah, like so I'm like <laughs> hey, stuff like that. What y'all gonna say he had the vaccine, please? No, nah, they were just saying that he was tied to some case that this lady is being picked up by human trafficking, and then days later after that get that news get put out, he's he died. I said, Oh, it's okay. the same thing about Malcolm X's daughter, but you yeah. know. This is too much. I hate stuff like that, but rest in peace to him. I do think that his tribute in Art Basel was so fire. That was probably one of the best, one of his best shows that I've ever seen uh, where I didn't have anything bad to say about the clothes. Um, I think that the actual um, formulation of the show, like the the detailing of the show, how they made the statue of him, and it was really big. The sky things, what it has name, and it was like paper planes and stuff. I thought that that was very nice. I really loved it and I hope he's happy with it. I got kind of a long list. I can't even lie to you. So next up, I want to talk about Ari Lennon's getting arrested in Amsterdam. Um, so she had tweeted that she had basically experienced racial profiling. And, um, she said FKLM and F Amsterdam or Sheephole uh -huh. Airport. Um, and then they released a statement saying that she was um, under influence or intoxicated at the airport now I'm not sure which one is true but I felt like this brought up an interesting um, thought that I've been having a while so like for example there are people who a lot of people who have gone to like the um, UAE and been arrested for having weed or some kind of substance and it just makes me think about like when I travel internationally I try to it's no it's not possible for me to know all the laws but I try to do 
nothing that could be remotely considered unacceptable now obviously we don't know what happened with Ari Lennox but it just made me think of that because their perception of her being belligerent or drunk or whatever they're accusing her of being it just makes me think about like when you go to these different countries man you just I think we have so much and like I said this is not about Ari Lennox particularly I'm just saying travel in general in America we have a lot of freedoms people can cut the food in public and people it's business as usual but you go to some of these other countries, you can't wear certain things. You can't have, you can't have possession of certain things. You can't act certain ways. And you could just, you could be stuck. I mean, you see what happened with DJ Eskimo. Um, and then, oh, it's Eskimo. I said Eskimo. Yeah. But, um, and there, there, I mean, just, there are several cases basically I'm just saying. So anyway, I just wanted to share like my thoughts on just when I travel internationally, just, I'd be just so worried. I remember when I went to the Paris airport, I already had a bad perception of France because of what people have told me. But the airport was chaotic. Everybody spoke French. It was a lot, but I just had to make sure I had my ducks in a row and my Googles. And I was just like, here my paper. All right, let's go. Like I don't even want to talk. Yeah. I don't want no misunderstanding. Yeah, I felt like that when we were in Dubai too. Because see, me, I'm a, I'm like you in my head. <clears throat> in my head, I'm like just being very cautious and just being very mindful of the. The different laws like what is legal what's illegal um you know just watching what i say and of course when i went to dubai i went to dubai with like people who in america they're very high profile people so they do what they want and people always feel like when you have a certain amount of money you just do what you want to do mm-hmm. and that wasn't necessarily the case now we didn't get in trouble but we did get some some crazy stares i went to the mall and they had on their fashion over dresses and mm. they Little, you know cut off shirts and stuff like that because in dubai the women have to be covered, covered up mm-hmm. now you don't have to be like dressed in the traditional attire everywhere you go but it's like you gotta you know the, the women out there wear like pants and t-shirts like it can be fitted but they they're covered for the most part like they don't even really wear dresses unless they are really long dresses that drag the floor Mm-hmm. I mean, you're covered. You like, know, what in I'm a saying? gown, basically. Yeah. So just imagine, my girls had on half top, crop tops, leggings. Mm, see, yeah, and that's cra- to me, that's kind of crazy because when you, like you said, when you think of a country like Dubai, you don't, you don't. That can't be what comes to your head. So why wouldn't you want to blend in? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's kind of like a respect thing to me. Also, it's just kind of like. Like when I went to Kenya, I didn't, I mean, I went shopping for clothes, but I had very regular clothes. I didn't want to, I didn't even want to look flashy. Number one, I want to make myself like a target anywhere, but I just feel like, I don't know. I just, I just, <laughs> I just don't get it. No, I get it. I understand. Um, I definitely have, I've, I've grown to do that. But see, my thing is when I go out of the country, I love to take photos. So if you always look at my pictures, Half of that stuff I don't even wear in public. I'll just take the the photos in the house. I'll make sure I get a nice little villa or private house or whatever mm-hmm. and just take pictures around the house, the pool, the inside, whatever. But I don't really go a lot of places out there, especially in Dominican. When we went to Dominican Republic, I was scared. I didn't even take no jewelry when I went to Kenya. I think I had one necklace. I don't even think I wore, I took it. I don't even think I wore a necklace. Yeah, I mean, and that's just, I, I obviously it's a third world country, so things can be a little different, but obviously the crimes that can be committed in an African country can also happen in an American country, let's be very clear. But yeah. I was, you know, alone. I just, you know, I don't know. I just feel like I'm just be, obviously you want to travel and enjoy yourself and see the world, but I don't even want them to almost think that something is wrong so I feel that. yeah so anyhow she's she still in jail I, I mean i'm guessing so man i haven't heard no kind of updates or you know i hope she's okay and safe number one but yeah. um i hope that she is um innocent of what they're accusing her of and it's unfortunate because not that she should get special treatment because she's famous but if it was racial profile and they probably looked at her just some other black girl you know what i'm saying not like somebody of value or things of that nature but dang she said fklm they part of scott team i love scott team <laughs> anyway all right so um there was a thing that came across my uh instagram earlier today and i had a conversation with um one of my old colleagues from my old salon i used to work at so basically what the problem is or what a problem was so yesterday she posted um that her son has been wanting a um, kitchen set for Christmas for three years. 
She's like, he's been asking me for this damn kitchen set for three years. I think I'm going to just go ahead and get it for him. Because I thought that he would just be like, oh, he don't want it no more. But he really wants it. And so randomly, that came up again mm-hmm. on the shade room today. And um, she said that people were DMing her, just basically trying to talk her out of buying it for him. And um, on the shade room, somebody posted and said, if you buy your son a, a kitchen set, your son can't come around my my son. Oh my God. Because that's just not right. Y'all keep trying to feed this um this agenda. If you get your son stuff like that, you need to get him a grill set. The grill sets are for men and oh. the kitchen sets are for women. Those were that's that's what she said. Do apartments come with grills? So, so no I, so you can't eat to survive. That is some now that's an agenda. Okay. Yeah. Cause it, I I saw this. I saw a, a post that people that people circulating on Twitter. This is the thing. <laughs> a kitchen set is gonna make your son gay. A kitchen that is literally a standard in a home, and your son cannot be exposed to it. Like what? What is gender bending about that? Keep in mind, they screenshot it the picture from like a toy website and it was a, a, a boy playing with it because it is essential it is literally essential and, and then for them to right. say it a grill because so he should have a grill okay anyway what about chef ramsey Chassalt bay yeah the, the folks the at Benny he was just like you know i'm gonna get it for him because what if he want to be a chef what if he wants or to- maybe he just wants to know how to cook so he can survive like i just don't understand why people are making stuff so complicated like they're there are some things that I feel like people have been um, adjusting to comply. I mean, to to appease all um, sexual preferences. Some stuff I feel is a little, you know, what I'm saying unnecessary, but it ain't up to me because I've been catered to because I'm heterosexual, so whatever. But I feel like some of the stuff like this is just too much. Like, come on, literally, you got to eat to survive. Like, what? How? What will make? What you want him to be? He he. Let, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's your topic. Yeah, no, no, I get it because I feel the same way. And I was just talking to her about it. And I just wanted to, you know, and I told her, I said, I want to come to you genuinely and just tell you that, you know, that you're not doing nothing wrong and you're actually doing something right because you're listening to your child. Like, this is what makes him comfortable. This is what he wants. This is what he wants. And it's not, fem- it's nothing sexual about cooking. Yeah, it's not, it's nothing feminine about using a kitchen set. And I told her and I said, my mama, um, you know, I had a, I, I was grateful that my mom just allowed me to do things that I wanted to do. And even at one point in, in my life, um, my mama had caught me playing with a dog and she bought me one. Oh, she already knew though. I'm just sure knew. Sorry, sorry. So, <laughs> um, so, and I told her and I said, my mama put me in sports. I played sports. You think that's, that made me straight? No. Exactly. Literally. Me. And there are people that are not heterosexual playing sports. So, and what does that have to do with survival? Yeah. And I told her, I said, you know what's so crazy? I said, I know, I said, it's really weird because I know so many adults now that don't even cook. know how to cook. Listen, listen, can't cook. Grits be lumpy. Okay. The first, you know how the first pancake be having a little ring around and they jump be having bubbles, bro. Like people cannot, it's, it's so many people that cannot cook because y'all are worried about the wrong thing. Imagine stopping your child from learning basic survival skills. Imagine that. One of my friends, I had to just skip through her story one day because her her son was on like the field playing sports, playing ball. And um. She, you know how moms be recording from the sideline and they get close to the camera. She's like, wait with the camera. Da, 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 da. So he was like, mom, stop. No, he said, mother, or something like that. And she was like, what? Oh, I'm like, you, she's from often take you to the west side. Because, okay. Oh, oh my God. Oh, Jesus. Because, uh, what you like, what you want him to say, like, ma, or like, he want her to call her the B word. That's that's what she want. I seen this video of this guy whose son was getting his ears pierced. A little boy had to be like three or four years old, maybe maybe a little older. 
and he literally told him like don't cry don't cry don't cry and the boy literally just put a mean mug on it's like he was teaching him to not have emotions now obviously you don't i don't think i'm not a fan of anybody being super sensitive to the point where everything makes them emotional but getting your ears pierced hurts especially when you're a child <laughs> like <laughs> it doesn't make sense now if he messed around and tied his shoes too tight he broke down crying he would have got on my goddamn nerves it wasn't about being a feminine though it would been about being annoying <laughs> so it's picky battles but anyway i just i just stop y'all it's okay to not have kids y'all <laughs> like no. really seriously y'all are ruining people man it's like it's really sick in the head anyway Let's move to the next topic. So next, I want to talk about the post that you sent me today from Sierra Glam Shop. Um, basically, Sierra was being very gen- generous in the community, giving away money and cars to people that were in need. And while she was out there impacting her community, her home was being burglarized by several young men who took everything she owned. Now, it's really disgusting to see stuff like that. And um. This is one of the reasons why, like, even when I went to Kenya, I didn't post until I left because I just didn't want anybody to know where I was. And then when I, I mean, I didn't even want people to know I wasn't in the country, not, let alone not at home. But sometimes I think about, like, when I post pictures on Instagram, I always post in front of the same mirror. I try not to post from the bathroom, from the hallway, from the nudge. I remember one time that when I had that game night at my house with my cousins and everybody was posting, I was, I located didn't even want to repost their videos. Cause I was like, I don't want nobody to see what my living room look like. It's just too much because people, every little detail, man, people use it. They can, it's just, it's just really sick. I felt really bad for her. And I just can't imagine, especially with the PTSD I've dealt with, imagine sleeping in a home that I know somebody uninvited was inside of and took my things out of. Like it would really shake me up and it's really disgusting. And I really, I know for Sierra's a little different cause she is a public figure, but I just really urge people to be as low key as possible when it comes to sharing personal details or even small details that will give people insight on your lifestyle because they just some I mean I'm telling you just stuff that you think is not important people be thinking like even when I tweet I try not to be too descriptive about certain stuff I mean it's just it's really people are praying it's it's holiday season it's a pandemic people ain't got their jobs people got kids that's hungry they don't care about who they harm or or or, or take from to provide for themselves it's just really disgusting oh, also if you have uh, get a camera i mean sierra did have a camera i don't know if she had her alarm on i seen this post by safari and i try not to agree with him but i I do have my alarm on when i'm at home when i leave the house people be stealing dogs i think about that like it's just a lot y'all please do everything you can to protect your home yourself and obviously these are material things but you also gotta think about the mental impact that something like that will have living in a home that somebody literally was inside of that you didn't let in it's really sick and it's really scary Mm. Yeah, I've I've had my home burglarized before. My sister has, and I just always feared that. I don't know. That's another reason why I live. I like living in like um, apartment buildings because no, they still be. They still do that, mm-hmm. but I feel like when you live in like a building, not like you know how it's apartments where you have like concierge. Yeah, or like yeah. outside stuff. Like if you can walk, if I can walk to your apartment door from the parking lot, I don't know about that. Yeah, that, I don't prefer it. I'll tell you that much. Because anybody like can I, roll I, up and you won't have no, there's no quality control over that. Yeah. So that's why I feel like when it's something like this or something like a, a building where it's like uh, gated or like, because I mean, there's still cars, but I haven't heard anybody just getting their house broken into from, apartment like that i mean i've seen no atl school but it was also atl so yeah so i don't know i just be real weird about it that's another reason why i don't be want to live in a house because for one i'm not living with nobody so yeah that's 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 my thing too it's it's a catch-22 because you want a nice beautiful home but when you live in it alone that's a lot of space that you can't see that's why that's how i felt in my townhouse that's why i had to get up out of there because it just was too big. It was nice to have. I got a great, I had got it for a great price, but for me living alone, not even having a dog yet, it was just way too much space. And I mean, I could literally be in my house and somebody could be in there with me and I wouldn't even know. Yeah. I feel that. That's why I'm like, I don't, I don't know. That's too much space for me to be living in the house by myself and then not having nobody there. And see, like I grew up with the, the traditional country, family from the hood so we all like anybody who had a house in my family it was yeah, always somebody there 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my granddad mind. house growing up, my granddad, everybody in the neighborhood had a key to his house. People can let themselves in, but they also had that camaraderie. They couldn't do that today. No. And see, like my aunt, they had like she had like one of her uncles living in the house. He never really left the house. She had an aunt living in the house one time. She never left. Um, and then once she got older, she never left. Like she would go to church, she would go to the store, but every it was always somebody there. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> the crazy thing is, still got robbed at gunpoint. Mm. Mm. Home, home invasion when people was in there and they shot my cousin and my uncle. Oh my God, did they survive? My uncle actually died of the wounds a whole year later. He had <gasps> got a, he got a staph infection from oh my God. The, bullet, the bullet that was still in his body. My cousin is fine, but my, co- my uncle literally died a whole year later. And what's so weird about that is that that's how my niece's dad died. He died from a gunshot wound that happened a whole year prior. He yeah, a- some- sometimes it could be more fatal if they try to remove the bullet, so they'll leave it there. Yep. And so what happened was they died of like a staph infection because it got infected. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Jesus. That's crazy. Stuff like that. Let me tell you something. I'm already dealing with my own trauma. Stuff like that, I'll be living in a darn a closet. Yeah, I swear. I don't, think, I don't think my aunt ever healed from that. I feel like I can't imagine. I feel because my aunt. This is my aunt that passed last year from COVID, but I do partially think that she died of like a broken heart because she never healed from her husband dying. Bro, I believe it. I like, believe it. Imagine never. going through all of that and then you get past it, or you think you get past it, and then somebody still suffers for something that happened a long time ago, and the people who broke in carrying on probably don't hit up small houses. Yeah, and then on top of that, she still was living in that house that they broke into. Oh my god, I'll be having nightmares. This is why I like even when I go to people's house, I lock the door behind me. I lock every lock, and not that yeah. that can protect me, but it's a, it's gonna it's gonna have to be some kind of barrier because there's no way to be victim proof when it comes to people that want to get what they want to get. But I swear that's why that's why I'm glad. I'm, I mean, I don't even own a lot of expensive things, but. Even if I do, I'm not going to be all flashy with it because I do not want to be a target. I promise you're going to be disappointed. I got a lot of books, dictionaries, stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know what you're going to do with that, but like, it's, oh, so, oh my goodness. Stuff like that made me want to leave the city. I ain't going to lie to you, but I love Atlanta, child. Yeah. I mean, I never not love Atlanta. I just wanted something different, but obviously LA ain't no different seeing all the stuff that we had going on out here this week. Yeah. I mean, I think big cities are inevitable. Yeah. unfortunately but it's just sad and I, I know people love having personas online and looking cool but at the end of the day it really don't matter that post gonna get old just like the next one and the one after that so just think twice before you you know make yourself a target yeah um in other news um looks like wendy williams is doing good or doing well i was actually really glad to see that video as much as i um you know i would yeah. like for her to just you know be a better person I was happy to see because the way they were trying to describe her, I'm thinking sis was going to be like a roly-poly for real. Yeah. You know, they said that she she couldn't walk. Mm-hmm. Lying. Going through early stages of dementia. Lying. Her brother also understand. said that wasn't true anyway. I don't understand why she was walking out of the wellness center with no shoes on and a robe. And a Versace robe at that. She could have been walking on the robe at least. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. She, she had some shoes in the car though. Her son, um, was helping her out the car when she got to her destination and she had some shoes on yeah but, um, her voice sounded normal she definitely sound i mean i was because yeah i don't know what's going on with her but i need i need her you know i do wish her the best that's all i can really say i wish her the best i have a question and i heard this overheard this on the breakfast club and i was like damn this is a i know we talk a lot about money and relationships and stuff like that but a caller called in for advice and i was like this is an interesting question to unpack so let's uh would basically would you help your partner um get out of debt um okay so it's it it, it's it it, it's levels to this okay i totally agree that's exactly why i wanted to talk about it it's levels to it so i've been in i've been in relationships where um well i've been in a relationship let's say that because i don't, I ain't make that dumbass decision twice or mistake twice oh, um but i've been in a relationship where i was the person who was making money making the money for us 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now we've we've healed from that, so we cool. We don't speak in terms. So I'm not, I don't, I'm not necessarily mad. <laughs> if you're listening to this, I don't want you to think I got no grudge, but at the same time, you gotta understand where I'm coming from. So um I've been there, you know what I'm saying? He was very unmotivated, he was very, very like just lazy. Um and I, you know, I wasn't fucking with that. Now, um, I wouldn't say that I'm dating right now. Or I guess you can say I'm dating somebody. I'm not in a relationship, I'm just dating. So the person that I talk to now, right? We've been we've been talking for such a short time. But what I will say is that he's a very independent person. Um, he lives alone, which I think is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, you know, he has his own car. And even even the area that he lives in, he thought that I would be like, you know, scared to come see him or just embarrassed by that or whatever. But I'm like, literally, you are providing for yourself. Like, why would I ever do that? But the thing about it is he's very, and, and it may not be much, but I can just tell by the way that um, he presents himself to me. And then just the questions that he asked me, he asked, you know, about like just the things that I would need help on, even though I can do all the shit I want. You know, I could do all this stuff by myself, but it's just the fact that he's offered it and he's actually followed through with it. I like that because I've yeah. never really, I never really had that in anything that I've, anybody that I talk to, it's always been like, oh, dang, that's crazy. You know oh, ha- gee, that's so triggering. You saying that is triggering. So I don't even, I didn't even have to ask him to do this. And he just stepping up to the plate and like, okay, we're going to get this done. What show, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang. People That's like this. Black king right there. He a really, black king. Really, he black. Yeah. Okay, good. From New Orleans too. Okay, Very, baby. You know. I would just think about beignets. <laughs> he know how to cook. So it's it's different things like that because I've always, and that's another thing important too because I've always been the one to have to cook too because don't nobody don't nobody know how to cook Cause, yeah because their mama was too busy trying to make them grill then they realized it was a health ha- a fire hazard and now yeah. so they just told them to go in there and don't cry and play with their soldiers in video games <laughs> but um, the guns with that being said while you know I, I said all that to make a point if he was in debt. And we were we were to get serious, and he would and he was in debt or whatever. I would not mind helping helping my significant other out of debt because I genuinely know that he's doing what he got to do. You know what I'm saying? He working, he working hard, and honestly, stuff happens because I mean I've been there. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I had to I had to pay my own way out of debt. You know what I'm saying? By myself, and and it wasn't this. It was my fault that I was in debt. But at the same time, it was like, I, I didn't know about this type of stuff. I didn't have like a lot of resources or people around me to explain this stuff to me. So I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Then I also didn't have no money. So I'm right. just- You can't save your way out of poverty. Trust me. Yeah. So Believe I was like, me, running, you. Up, running up tabs and not paying them. And, and you know, over the time I couldn't afford it. Hold so on. What You what? Running, up running off on tabs? I didn't run off on tabs. I'm saying like credit cards and stuff. Oh, okay, sorry. You know, credit card and and bills, certain bills. So stuff happens, you know. Mm-hmm. So I get it. But if I don't feel that you can take care of yourself or that you're not even that you're not even motivated, then of course I'm not doing that. You ain't on. Yeah. I agree. I definitely think, like you said, there are levels to it. I had to think about this one. I can't lie to you because I'm not going to lie to you. As soon as a man tell me what kind of day he got, I'm judging him and I don't even want to talk to him no more. Because I feel like there are a lot of behaviors associated with debt. And depending on what it is, what you owe and how it accumulated, to me is a reflection of what I'm about to be dealing with a broke man um now obviously you can be in debt and not be broke let's be very clear but when you got like several overdraft bank accounts can't have a bank account because of it um you got it you on a boost mobile phone because you can't get approved for no verizon account stuff like that i'm like no nah, okay i feel it no I never, we big I grown but if you talking about like student debt credit card debt which is it can be a sign of irresponsibility but i myself was in a point where I was negative $8,000 in credit card debt because I needed it real bad. So, you know, and I was paying it, but I didn't have $8,000, not yet anyway. 
And so I think that it's all about the behaviors around it. And then what would be the benefit of me helping? Because I think that if we're going to get married and we're going to buy property together, homes and stuff like that, that will matter. You know what I'm saying? I would help if it is very clear that like okay let me say this because i feel like number one i wouldn't marry no man who not able to get himself out of debt let's just i'm sorry it just is what it is um but i feel like if it is something that i can help to expedite it so we can get to a greater goal i would absolutely help like if it's like man i had it's this student loan i got or this 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 um this car loan i don't know something like that where it's like okay we can get this it's this building we want to buy it's available right now. All we need this, this, and that. If it's something that's like that, I'm like, okay, cool. Let me cut the check so we get this taken care of. But I think it'll be necessary to get a third party involved so that we can have a proper organization for it. Like if we got to get a financial advisor or some kind of accountant to make sure to hold each other accountable and to make sure it's a realistic plan. I just, you know, and also so I can sue you if you don't get my money back. So I think that that is a good, <laughs> but I think that's really what it comes down to. So 99 percent of the time probably won't help but that one percent is because we got this really cool opportunity that and i know you're capable of doing it but time is of the essence okay okay i understand that and i think that that's valid i think that i would probably have that mentality too a hundred percent had i not watched myself get myself out of debt yeah no i feel you but i've been very irresponsible over the years you know and and a lot of my debt came from irresponsibility. A lot of my debt came from irresponsibility again. Yeah. And a lot of my debt just came from me being poor. Like I just didn't have no money. Dang. You know, so, you know, over the years, I realized how important credit is and how you can't do nothing without credit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you don't have that, you can have all the, all the money in the world. You can have as much money as you want. But if you, your credit score is not where it needs to be, Everything gonna cost you're gonna you more be money. Bigger down payments. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna be paying bigger deposits. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be. You're gonna. You know what I'm saying? It's just a lot that comes with that. That's just not lucrative, and it's like you're gonna be actually losing money because that's not money that you can get back. Um, you're gonna be losing money because your credit is low. So I had to get that together. So I understand that. So that's why I'm like I can't 100% judge it because I've been there, and I can't just say oh i know you're not gonna get yourself out of it because i did and i'm like if i can pull myself mentally out of where i was before anybody can do it well do you do you think the better solution is to help them get out of it like with with making a plan instead of actually paying it for them i don't think that i don't think that me paying their debt off is or me like using my money to do it is helpful yeah, I agree. For me and them. Yeah. Um, and it's not helpful for either one of us because it's like now it's like you're using it as a crutch, like, oh, I paid. And now it you off. owe me. Now you owe me. <laughs> and then you probably get yourself back in that, that thing. But yes. the, the thing about it is I can guide you to how to do it. It's up to you to take that. And if it's something small, like say for instance, like, um, all right, so my bill this month for my credit card, you know, I'm, I'm just paying my credit card bill down, right? That my minimum that I can pay is a hundred, but I kind of want to pay over that a little bit. And you like, you'll give me $50 so I can just pay 150 so it can go down. Go down. If I know that you putting money in there or whatever and I have it to spare, I'll give it to you to put down. Cause I feel like you're doing that to get your debt down and you're putting more of your money in it than mine. You just want to get it out the way faster but if now it's that i'm just, sitting here thinking about it i ain't giving nothing we're gonna have we're gonna come up with a plan i feel it. i want all my money i'm sorry queen, queen <laughs> i've you're validated for everything that you're saying I'm, <laughs> I, I promise you i 100 percent agree because it's I, just I, too I, risky I told you just i'm just telling you with with my personal experience myself that's why that's the only reason why i feel like that no i feel you and you know you know yourself and you know you're capable of doing it but the problem is everybody don't think like that and everybody don't learn lessons but i'm gonna give you an opportunity to prove yourself though yeah that's fair that's fair i just like, i don't want to just come out the, out the gate and saying like oh you just an irresponsible person you ain't gonna never change but i also yeah. think if someone is like that y'all shouldn't even if they are very irresponsible it shouldn't you you shouldn't even be it shouldn't even be a conversation because you know i'm not 
You better take it behind that and get a personal loan. Yeah, I just don't, I don't like people owing me and I don't, I definitely don't want to owe people. But I, like I said, it would have to be one of them situations where it's like time is of the essence and I have vetted you. But I'm just sitting here thinking like, even then, because I, I just get so turned off by people. You really do. It's actually insane how bad you dislike people. Um, it's like you like, but you, the thing about it is you 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 dislike people, but you're not a rude person. Like you're not like you're not mean to people. Unless Thank they, you. I unless appreciate they, it. I have mean they, thoughts though. Yeah. Oh, your grandma is not pretty. Oh my Everybody god! Everybody want their grandma to be beautiful, but yours is not one of them. I'm just oh, playing. God. No, I. But no, I, I mean, like you're not mean. Like you, you even. Talk to anybody. You have a conversation with just about anybody. Thank you so much. Because you, you were just, just trying to drag my zodiac sign. I still, I'm still gonna drag the zodiac sign because okay. that's just what I do. But I, I do feel like you, the type of person, when you be like, oh yeah, this isn't. That's just not the what I want to associate myself with. So I'm just not gonna do that. Yeah, what's my girl Merida from Red House out of Salt Lake City? I'm disengaging. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. It's funny because I'm looking at uh, Watch the Real House of Potomac from season four and Giselle is in therapy and her therapist basically was talking to her about how as soon as a guy messed up, she cut him off. And I'm like, what's the problem? Oh my God. But he was basically saying like, you know, because one thing goes wrong, that is part of getting to know them. Like, they don't mean you're supposed to just cut them off, but I think it depends on what they do. But I will say in her cases, it wasn't a lot of like, like the guy was supposed to come with her as a guest to a wedding and he called her the day before and said he couldn't go no more. Now that would have pissed me off, but I don't know if I would have cut him off. He would have, it would have, to, I don't know what I would have did, but it was just interesting to hear him say it. Cause I'm like, <laughs> bye. You were like, child, please. Honey. Anyways, but yeah, that's interesting. That's an interesting conversation. And I think it's all fun and games too. we really in that situation because we in love, honey. I will cross the ocean for you. But, I, ain't felt that, I ain't felt that way in a minute because I will say Now, that, what if this person you talking to now be like, hey, look, tomorrow, he be like, I need $300 to tomorrow. You're not getting it. <laughs> so, <laughs> one thing about me, I've learned to not dig in my pockets for no man unless we are in a committed relationship and I know that he would do the same for me. Yeah, I feel so you. So I'm not doing that. I would not, I don't even buy, I, I will take you on a date and buy some food or whatever, but if it comes <laughs> it's in like, your home. <laughs> yeah, like we go on a date and it's my turn to pay, cool, I'll pay. I'll pay for your parking. Some, but when it's given like three, eviction, I'm finna get evicted. Oh, because you're just paid. gonna get evicted again. I can't save you from that. That's you had 90 days to get there. Yeah, like, and then they got, and then it's COVID. They got programs. Okay. Figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, they ain't got no car, no programs. But you, need I'm to at the point where if you rent, don't talk to me. Oh God, Alicia, but the market. I'm just playing. I. It's funny because being in Georgia. It seemed like you got a, you got the option, but you go to places like New York and California. People is not owning houses. People are, but not not people like us. Yeah, nah, they ain't owning it. Um, this is some condos that I could that I could um buy, but they were pricey. I mean, they were like half a million for like two bedroom condos, which you can get that here, but they were not nearly as nice in California. Yeah, yeah. But I did see some parts outside of LA that were like Georgia prices. Man. Ask me this again in three months when I get um, comfortable with driving through the valley. Because the way I, when I, today, uh, and I then like, it was so crazy because my ears was popping. Yeah, I don't like driving through the mountains. And especially when it's right, real narrow, because I'd be like, wow, I could really drive off of this. Girl, they HRV lane literally has a wall on the left side and a wall on the right side. Oh, it's really? so narrow. I'm like... My mind would be like, <laughs> my mind would be like, turn the steering wheel to the left, turn to the left, turn to the left. <laughs> I was just like, the dog I don't is- like that. Oh my God. I will never forget when I drove to Yosemite National Park. It's in, it's a national park in California. And I drove through a lot of mountains, like in Utah, Arizona, all that. But something about this one, they ain't have no rails on no mountains. I'm just like, why is this legal? Yes. Yeah. There was some people, there was a, and I had to get morbid, but there was a, um, two people from my job who did a, um, they did a race, I guess like a 
they did a jeep race or something like that um in the mountains in california and they won the race parked their jeep lost control and it drove off the cliff not even joking two people from my job literally imagine that imagine that you just won this race you excited and that's why i understand like i know these mountains are like natural and all that other stuff but why in the world is there no protection for real because it's so easy like oh my god i'll never forget it was this red car coming from around the mountain come around the mountain when she come and there was not enough space we made it but that could have been that could have been it for your girl yeah i've I only been up one mountain like that um out here when i was just visiting in the hills like my god when like, i was thinking about you driving out there i was like oh no mountains and you're gonna have that but the thing about it it was on the highway so it wasn't like I'm, oh okay well that's was, way different like I'm literally driving through the mountains so it wasn't bad like if it was the daytime yeah i would have been fine i just wouldn't have got an hov lane yeah or but, the, uh but, the, what they call they don't call it hov out there they call it um Carpool, carpool lane yeah i wouldn't have got in there yeah because it's not bad it's just, it's just the highway and it's dark like i don't like that yeah that's tough it's yeah and it's like you, no matter how bright your headlights are it ain't enough it was and it was a lot of cars out there that's why i felt okay because i'm like mm-hmm. there's other cars out here but yeah you try to tell yourself okay here, they live they drive crazy man they drive like like you'll be going 70 miles per hour that ain't fast enough just be the speed limit say 50 you're going 70 that ain't fast enough for them. I don't like that. And you got people with motorcycles wiggling through. 130. Literally they, wiggling. They're going 130 miles per hour. Mm-mm. It's too much. It's too much. Like, it's just entirely too much. I can't do it. Um, but I'm going to get used to it. I'm going to force myself to do it. I'm just going to have to waste gas. Um, I'm going to just Ooh. go back and forth to see my friends in Woodland Hills. Uh, okay. What about Baldwin Hills? Woodland Hills is like more so in the valley, though. I don't know what that means. Anything though. else? Anything else is regular. Like I just anything, know Calabasas mean pumpkins. Calabasas is one exit away from Woodland Hills. Okay, it's pumpkin. Tarzana is the one before that. Tarzana is is also <sighs> where a lot of celebrities live at. I don't care about no celebrities. I'm a celebrity. I'm just saying, like, but that's why I rich people. Let me just say that. I'm, very I'm rich. Move to Tarzana then. Go to I would you would probably be off, better off in Woodland Hills. There's more black people out there. Let me look in Zill on Zillow. All right, it's time to wrap this episode up. Let's wrap it up, cause baby, get what? Christmas coming up, yeah. What's up, Woodland Hills, Georgia? Can I do that? Have at it. They probably <laughs> hang black people, girl. Don't go there. Okay. That's the problem with Georgia. You can't even play like that. <laughs> anyway, all right, y'all. So, Krimma coming up. I will be in Atlanta probably December 12th or 13th. Um, I kind of want to take that week off from recording. I've been so stressed out from work. I need all the breaks I can get. You're human. You deserve breaks. I don't know if I share with y'all. My job spurred this random project on my lap. A year's worth of a project that they wanted done in six weeks. And let's not forget, these six weeks include two of the biggest holidays of the year. So it's really three and a half weeks. And so I've been working around the clock. I mean, literally from sunup to sundown. I've been working till like eight, nine o'clock every day. Not today, because I just... I closed my computer down like 4 30 because I couldn't deal but I've been so freaking stressed out it's it's so and it's it's sad because it's not even a hard project it's just the amount of time that I need to get it done so just pray for me y'all this job ain't stressed me out since I started and they want to do it now my one year anniversary they really want me out because I don't it don't take nothing for me to quit so don't but I'm gonna try to stick around. I'm gonna try to stick with the company. I started looking at internal positions today, and I'm gonna just start networking and um seeing how much money I can get out of them. Period. <sighs> but yeah. So anyway, all right. Oh uh, yeah. If we if we, if if y'all see that we had a break coming up, just know this is. That's I don't even care no more. We don't have so we don't miss some of the episodes. If you stay, you stay. If you don't, suck your mama titty. Well, I don't feel like that. So okay. sorry. I don't. Talk I just be saying any other thing. Crazy. I'm sleepy. I'm sleepy. Okay. All right, y'all. See y'all next week here. (laughs) Maybe if she she ain't hot now. Depend on how I feel. All right. All right, y'all. Bye.